Hi everyone, this is Tina, Kingdom Walker 24-7. I hope you're having a great day. We are in part two of the series, Seven Scripture-Based Keys to Prayer Success. This is part two, Seven Scripture-Based Keys to Dealing with Negative Circumstances. I hope you listened to part one of this three-part series, which dealt on dealing with negative people. In this part two of the three-part series, we are dealing with negative circumstances. And also, I hope you enjoy these beautiful keys that unfold to give you the supernatural results as we go through His Word. In part one, I discuss the exact ways manipulators operate and how to protect yourself. If you have not heard part one in the series, it might be worth your while. I talk about the armor of God you need for protecting yourself in a hostile work or home environment in dealing with manipulative people. Part two now discusses how to handle yourself during the time you are building endurance to your answered prayer and while dealing with negative circumstances. Remember that as a Christian, you are called to life with Christ and God, not the world. James 1, 12 through 15 states, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Now, there is a very powerful scripture that gives us the step-by-step keys to help you while you wait for your situation to change. I found this beautiful scripture after praying to God, and God responded, showing me this wonderful, peace-giving scripture, full of power. Psalm 37, verses 1 through 6 declares, Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass they will soon wither, And like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good, and dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your justice like the noonday sun. Now, let's take a closer look at this powerful psalm, key by key. 1. Do not fret. Do not allow the enemy of peace to destroy your own feelings, thoughts, emotions, and mental rest. Do not let anything disturb your mental territory. Do not fret. Do not have anxiety. Don't think about the situation. Don't fret over it. That is step one in the key. Do not fret. Do not allow the enemy of peace to destroy your feelings, thoughts, emotions, and mental rest. Number two, trust in the Lord. Have enough faith and trust in God as the master strategist and all-wise and all-knowing God to let Him do the work. You may not know everything involved in all the moving parts in that situation. Trust God. Support Him in the cause to know that He has His eye on everything. Nothing gets by Him unnoticed. You can bring it to His attention and then give Him the glory for knowing, and He will show you the way as He works on the situation for you. It's called giving the burden to God while you do the work. He also says, cast your anxieties upon the Lord. So, trust in the Lord. 
Remember, he has his hand on everything. Key number three, do good. Don't let the distractions of others pull you off course. Keep doing good. Keep the faith. Keep showing God that he has control, and you are going to continue to keep your mind and thoughts on doing good, no matter what the circumstances. Don't let the other people or person bring you down. Don't let them change your moral values. Keep doing good. By doing good, you are showing your faithfulness in trusting God to handle the situation. Key number four, dwell in the land. Now, this has a very special meaning. Dwell in your land. This land could be the restful territory of your own mind. This could be your workplace or your physical personal space at home. It could be your own spiritual or physical territory that you dwell in. As you put your faith in God's ability to trust his ability to handle the situation, your territory, your psychological territory, your mental territory, or that place where you reign will expand and you will have the mental and emotional rest you desire. When you fall into the manipulator's trap or into those negative circumstances, you end up giving that person or persons or that situation all your energy. And then they can consume your emotions, your thoughts, and eventually erode your spirit. Now go back to trusting in the Lord and continue to focus on Him and all the good that you do. Don't focus on the flaws and shortcomings of the other person or persons or that situation. That means you're edifying, you're magnifying the negativity in that situation. Every time you open your mouth to complain, you are adding and it inhibits God from doing his share in solving the problem. So give it up. Dwell in the territory, the land, in that restful space in your own mind. And don't surrender that to anybody else. This means you have to trust the Lord. Continue to focus on him and all the good that you do. Again, don't focus on the flaws and shortcomings of the other person or persons. And don't become preoccupied by their behavior in chaos, or you'll be robbed of your own peace of mind. Key number five, enjoy safe pasture. Now, God has given you your cup. He's given you your own personal space by which you operate in. Have you handed that over to others? Have you given away your peace of mind? Have you dropped into their level and gone down with the ship, so to speak? Remember, God has given you your cup. He's given you your own personal space by which you can operate successfully in. He's given you your safe pasture, and he has apportioned your blessing. So grow in that which he has put before you. Grow in that which he has already given you. And enjoy being in the safety of your own place where God has put you. Looking out to the others and spending your time preoccupied in other people's territory can get you into trouble. Stay in your own safe pasture where he has protected you. If you end up focusing on the wrong end, you'll be back in the manipulator's lap or that negative situation, and you'll be giving all that attention 
all to that person or those persons, all the attention and energy again. Get away from that. Focus on your portion, the good that you can do. Dwell in what God has given you. He knows the appointed time for these things to make changes. And he's already working on it. But there's lots of moving parts you may not see. The more you glorify God in the situation, the more he will manifest to you his glory in that situation. Now, out of these patient and endurance times, God has shown me things. He has taught me to be so patient, to stay in my own safe pasture, and to wait on him. And then I've watched things change, and change in such an amazing way that it was far better than the ideas I had about something. Because he has something to teach everybody involved. Everybody. So the more you glorify God in the situation, the more he will manifest to you his glory. He'll show you the inside. He'll show you what's going on in that situation. Enjoy the safe pasture, the safe place he has set for you. And have faith that he knows what he is doing on your behalf and the best results for everyone involved. Key number six, take delight in the Lord. Now, as an added measure of your faith in him, delight in the Lord. Spend your time and thoughts on him, and he will show you the way. He wants you to trust him. The more you trust him, the more he reveals his work to you. I have seen this before many times. There have been times and circumstances where I could see the corruption. I could see things going on. But I was in no position to take authority or power over that situation. So I began to pray about it. And God did make changes in the most unexpected ways. It's detailed in another session. But uh, for this session, just take delight in the Lord. Trust Him. You'll know more as the situation unravels and reveals to you. In His time, you have to trust Him. Key number seven Commit your way to the Lord. Now, commit your way to the Lord. Give the Lord all of your mind, your heart, your soul, and emotions and feelings to Him. If you have to cry and release your suffering to Him over the situation in order to get it off your heart or off your chest, do so. Surrender all the grief and concern in your heart to Him. Take away the bitterness and anger, by giving it to him. And this is what's called true confession. It's coming to him with whatever is burdening you. Give it all up to him. He will see that you are giving him the situation entirely, including toxic emotions that may be making you ill. You are giving it to him because you trust him. Saying, I don't need this baggage anymore. Here, God, it's yours. But if you're bitter and angry, you're hanging on to that situation because you don't trust that he can solve it. And all it does is make your soul weary and tired. Now, when you trust him and give him the situation, he will send his Holy Spirit to comfort you for sure. So commit yourself to knowing he will take care of everything for you. Keep your mind and thoughts on him and his spirit will cheer you up, support you, and help you endure. As you begin to trust him, 
he may open up the situation, showing how he, the changes will occur. Now, the situation may require change, but maybe you'll be the one making the shift and not the other person or that circumstance. There are reasons for things you may not see, but know that God has the situation in hand. If you make your appeals known to him, he will respond for sure. He may even reveal to you the inside information that will fill you with compassion and understanding instead of anger or frustration. He is always at work. On you. I was in a work situation when I worked in Hollywood. Management positions changed, and I and others found ourselves in a very oppressive and abusive work situation. But people were afraid of losing their jobs, and abusive behavior continued. I prayed about it over and over, and finally, after going to human resources over the abuse, nothing changed. So, eventually, I felt God was telling me, move on. I left the company. God found me a better job elsewhere, and within a few months, that entire project went out of business. And because I had left before the fall of the project, I got into a good job position before other people. After the people left the company, they had to look for positions all over town. I was able to secure my position before the com competition set in. And yes, God has a plan and considers all the factors. Now, in the rest of that psalm, it says in Psalm 37, as it indicates, 1. He will reward your righteousness. And 2. He will vindicate you and bring justice to your cause. The latter half of these verses in Psalm 37 reveals that if you hang in there on these keys, not fretting, trusting the Lord, doing good, dwelling in the portion He has given you, and enjoying the lot He gave you, and taking delight in Him, keeping your focus on Him and not what appears to be the offense to you, and if you commit your way to him, he will reward your righteousness. And it will be so obvious, so overwhelmingly amazing, that the justice will shine for the world to see as the noonday sun. In other words, he will expose the situation and bring righteousness to you, and justice will shine forth. To know what is next... The next higher steps involved in keeping and securing your position of success in your prayers. Please go on to part three of this series on the seven scripture-based keys to answered prayers to find out what else you can do and how God can work through you in your situation to bring about the highest good for you in the whole situation and keeping it. Thank you for joining me. I hope this was inspiring for you. Bye and have a blessed day.